In case uh, you missed it yesterday, how to you know get yourself out of a conversation that's going on too long, but do it with social grace. Um, you, you can hear that on the Murphy, Sam, and Jody podcast. Uh, you know from yesterday also, and then today we'll do another nep- uh, new another new episode of the After the Show podcast. Yeah, um, you guys. Before we started, we're guys talking about um, <laughs> our whatever your lights that are hooked up to our smart speakers and being able to turn the patio lights on and off and all that good stuff. I see you're impressed. Yeah. Yeah. I tune out when you guys start talking tech. You know it. But it reminded me of something I've been meaning to ask you. Every time I walk the dogs, Murphy, I usually walk them by myself. Mm -hmm. I wish you'd join me more. But anyway, so I'm walking the dogs a lot lately and I'm walking past our house and at the front door area, I know we have the doorbell thing. What's it called? The nest. The nest. And so we know every time somebody, someone's at the front door, you know, even if we're across town eating lunch together, Murphy will get a thing. Oh, somebody's at the front door. Look. Well, it does that, but but in the house, if you push the button, you know, you hear the ding, ding come from the Google home speaker. Someone is at the front door. Yeah. Now that's, we don't need that. We have dogs. That's as long as it doesn't recognize the person. If it recognizes the person, then it'll say, you know, Taylor Taylor is is at at the the front front door. door. (laughs) Ooh, I need that for Parker. Yeah. Parker's always ringing the doorbell just to be obnoxious. Yeah. Okay, well, I know that there's a camera. I I know that's part of it. Yeah. I just thought that was like at the doorbell. It is. What? Okay, then what <laughs> is this contraption that looks like a camera on a tripod to the right of our door that looks like it doesn't need to be there? Like, what is that? There's I don't something know what you're out, talking about. When you look at our front door, there's something to the right that looks like leftover Christmas lights or something. That and I keep thinking this I need to outside? move that. I need to go move it. I need to get rid of that because I don't. You know I don't like electronic stuff being out and yeah. show like in yeah. my decor. I don't want to see wires yeah. and stuff. Um, that actually is the power supply for that wonderful low voltage lighting that we've got that illuminates the house at night. Oh, <laughs> I really love the lighting. <laughs> Can't get rid I'll of be it. happy to yank that out of there if you want no, me to. No, I, I made to put a little statue in front of it. But or see, something. I didn't because it I, looks like. But I, here's a big box of wires. No, I tucked it away so that it's not. It doesn't jump out. Oh, it screams at me! <laughs> I see it. <laughs> It Does looks it? like a camera on a tripod. It looks like we're videoing movies of people. Yeah, I just put Wait, you on no, those giant now, urns. Now you're ma- but you're making me wonder what's out there because it's not on a tripod. It's a box that mounts to the wall. If there's, there's a tripod out there, somebody else has put something in <laughs> Maybe somebody's filming us. All right, well, you know what to do when you get home. You can go to the front door and I'll yeah, get the alert. Yeah, I'm curious. Murphy's at the front door. Yeah. Coming up next, Jody's got the Hollywood Outsider. First one of the morning, we thought we'd clarify this Morgan Freeman story about him and the bees. He says he has a good reason for not wearing a beekeeper suit around hundreds of bees. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Actor Morgan Freeman getting a ton of love on social media, and I think rightly so, for turning his 124-acre ranch into a honeybee sanctuary. Um, he brought in 26 beehives from another place, from Arkadelphia, into his Mississippi property, and and it's it's an effort in an effort to just. Well, the honeybees Stop are endangered right now, right? Colonies. In the population dying, is yeah. that what's yes, happening? Yes, absolutely, yeah. and it's so important. So he says, you know, he's planted magnolia trees, bee-friendly magnolia trees and lavender on the ranch. He also feeds them sugar and water. He has no plans on harvesting the honey. He just doesn't want to disrupt their hives, but he does feel oh. way comfortable going out, you know, being among them and all this, like putting the water and all that in the hives, yeah. the sugar water. And so when he first started doing this a couple now he's doing it like big time. He's doing it well. Yeah. 
when he first started a couple of years ago, he was open about it too, and he visited with um, Jimmy Fallon about it. And what I've discovered is that I don't have to put on a bee suit or anything to, to feed them. That's wrong. That's, that's, a, that's a rookie mistake. <laughs> you get stung by bees. Never been stung. You're going to get stung by a bee. I'm never going to get You're stung. You're going to get stung by a bee, Morgan. Please wear stung. a beekeeper outfit. I'm not going to get You should even leave the house There is a, a bee. beekeeper I know who is Jordanian. He never puts on a suit. But and he said, right, because, but you know, no, well, you have to resonate. You, you should you, always. Jimmy. Then why do they have the outfits, Morgan? They have the outfits for people who can't resonate. What? <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. I happen yeah, to sort good. of believe in that a little bit because yeah. we've seen people do it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never, even if I was resonating like crazy, I would still be I'd, respectful of nature so much so that I would believe that I would get stung. I'd, I'd be afraid I'm resonating the wrong thing. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I uh, when I was in college, I did a video package in one of my classes on a beekeeper. Right. So I, and I wore the uniform or oh, the yeah. uniform, the suit because I wasn't getting out there and getting stung. Right. Did you feel like an astronaut in that suit? I, I felt protected. <laughs> exactly. The beekeeper just wore the hood, the head. Sure. I wore the whole suit, though. That's uh, cool. So then after that, did you also go do the shark cage thing? <laughs> no, I'm not stupid. I really want somebody to do a documentary on, on this. Like on the, the bee, Morgan the Freeman's yeah, I agree. actual cool. bee sanctuary at his property, if he'd allow them to. And he's so open about it. I hope they'll do it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Of course, uh, you know, Sam, as you know, Jody and I have been married for the better part of 20 years now. It'll be 20 years Almost this November, 20. right? The better part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, you know, as long as we've been together now, uh, it, we still have our moments where there's a test of wills. Mm-hmm. You know I mean? It, I, I guess what makes us great together is we're both pretty definitive, passionate people. But sometimes we clash. You think? On different, uh, yeah, <laughs> on different things. So... You know, Jody is, um, she loves to foster dogs. I'm a big supporter of that, not just as your husband, but, you know, I, I, I agree with the cause, too. Mm-hmm. We're on our 41st or 42nd foster right now. Yes. And her name is Sasha. She is a very energetic lab, a sweetheart of a sweetheart. She is but, sweet. But, you know, when they're younger like that and our pack is kind of older, it's kind of like kids being around grandparents. At yeah. some point, the grandparents are like, hey, Enough. can you, can you, can you guys chill out a little bit? And, uh, and and so one of the things is eating has become a problem, you know, with these. And this is, it's okay. You we mean for the dogs. For the dog, Yeah, not us, <laughs> the dogs. Um we have to separate them. and um, But for me, and I mean, we get up very early in the morning, as you know, here, and Jody lives a little bit before me, and so I've been the one who's taking care of the dogs in the morning, not mm-hmm. a big deal. But having to switch and separate them and make sure that I'm here on time and all that is just like, it becomes mind-blowing. So Jody laid out a plan for me. Oh, this is good. Well, I've, so I, I, I've I, done I, it, and it's doable. Well, and it see, that's what I want to kind of lay out the plan here and let you know how it actually works in my world. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, um, you know, bring Sasha, the foster dog, inside. We'll let them all go out and do their business in the morning. She comes back in. We feed her separately. I feed our other dogs. Yeah. Outside. You know, outside. And then when everybody's done, the timing should be, you know, perfect, right? Sasha goes back outside. There are no food left in the bowls. Everybody's good. Everybody's happy. No dog fights Well, that's or how like I've that. done it a few times yeah. when I've done it. Yeah. So, so. um so I, I tried it this morning. I laid out the plan as Jody had laid it out because for me, I was doing it more complicated, trying to move them in different places. And you need to know, Jody, it actually worked this morning. It did work. The plan as you laid out worked perfectly. Wow. But there's a but. Coming. No, there is no but. Wow. No, I'm complimenting you. You know, this is one of those, I've got to give you props for this because Aww. what you said was correct and it worked <laughs> 
perfectly. Oh, You're right, Jody. I was waiting for the butt, too. Me, too. I mean, our dogs have been, you know, they're not as lazy, and they eat all their food because they know if they don't, the other dog's going to be out there. Ah. Yeah. But um, I even walked away for a minute thinking, wow, should I tell Jody this actually worked? It's <laughs> <laughs> better so, at putting I, those sort of situations in, in my head planned out. Yeah. You're a different sort of thinker than me. Nice teamwork. I'm so glad yeah, it worked. I just need to give you some props for that. Oh, that's so sweet. Good. So Sasha can stay a few more weeks. <laughs> All right. Give us a call. 877-310-4675. Love to hear from you, Darlene. You are next. In case you missed it, check it out on our podcast. Three easy ways to end a social conversation if you just are ready to get out and you have trouble getting out of the conversation. Hey, hey, it happens. There are tricks. There are things to say and things to do. Okay. Yeah. This is provided you actually want to do it politely, it's right? The, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Professionally and politely, uh, gracefully. That's on yesterday's podcast. You can also call or text us anytime at 877-310-4MSJ. How are you, Darlene? Great. I was just listening on 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 my radio, obviously, and listening yes. to you guys talk about the conversation and how to end it and that kind of stuff. And yes. I just wanted to let you guys know you're literally describing like one of the most difficult things that I deal with with oh. my husband. Oh, no. <laughs> it's it's great, like it's great, but I have the opposite problem because I have a really short attention span, and if we're not <laughs> talking about something extremely topical, I'm like out. Me too. And I'll come back like thirty minutes. Like yeah, I'm like babe, really. And so anytime we take the kids. They're like, oh my gosh, dad's talking again. I said, well, you might as well get comfortable because he's not going anywhere. (laughs) Kids know the same thing about Murphy. He just finds Mm. it rude to ever exit a conversation. I do. And if I'm not 100% interested, I'm like, where's the bathroom? (laughs) You know? Everybody he sees, it's like they just, he just saw him yesterday. And then they pick up and go into an hour long conversation. I'm like, oh my gosh. But anyways, I just want to guys know I really, um, enjoy listening to you guys but um we feel your pain too <laughs> thank you and you give some of those pointers to your nice. husband yeah and it but it is nice to have someone because sometimes i am a little bit more aloof and and i feel more comfortable being next to him because sure. i see how easily he does have conversations so it helps me out that's a little bit nice sometimes. yeah but anyways i hope you guys have a fantastic week thank we appreciate you everything you do well thank you darlene we appreciate mm. the call i think darlene might be referring to the pawn off factor too there you know, her husband's a good conversationalist, and you're not—you don't want to be involved. You just kind of pawn him off on your husband. I've never thought of it that way. I don't feel like I'm pawning you off on anyone, Murphy. You know me. I'm just oh, out. No, My attention no, span is sometimes sometimes a little bit. It's funny to me, hummingbird, because I mean there are conversations that I enjoy being in, and then there's if there are some conversations where I'm trying to move with you because we need to get out, and then you're like, you've got to go to the restroom. That's where it gets weird for a minute, you know. <laughs> when you I'm get sorry. past that point where you can have the the com- comfortable conversation, right. it starts to get awkward. I tell you what, I will be more sympathetic to your inability to get out of the conversations in the future. Okay. So my exit will also more more often include you. Murphy, let's us go to the bathroom. That's right. Thank you, Darlene. Jump in anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. Coming up next with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. I'm going to teach you guys a trick for when you have no sweets in the house okay. that my grandfather taught me the other day. Sam, uh, Murphy and I went to visit my sweet grandfather the other day um, because he recently just had surgery. Papa, he 89 now? He's 89 years old. He'll be 90 this summer. And he was really worried about the surgery. It was that he had some skin cancer on his face. Mm -hmm. And 
as soon as he you didn't you didn't know this murphy and i would never say this to him because he doesn't he wouldn't know what i was talking about but you'll see it publicly here on the radio <laughs> <laughs> i'm sorry go ahead no, i'm just kidding <laughs> nobody loves him more than us i our know family. that i know um, that. he has a scar now on his face and it, it looks exactly like the Tyrion lannister scar mm. I, his uh-uh. scar i gotta call my cousin candace and tell her is Tyrion Lannister. I'm but like, oh, not, you're so cool, Papa. It's still healing. I mean, I think if, you uh, know, once it heals, you won't see it anymore. No, but it's exactly in the same place. Is he the kind of person that if it does stay a permanent scar, he'd, he'll make up a story? Nah, well, maybe. It yeah. depends on his mood. Yeah. He was worried about the surgery, and it came out much better than he expected, so he's relieved now. But the reason we came went to visit him was just to talk to him about it, check on him, see him. Everybody that lives near him is taking really good care of him and mm-hmm. bringing food, and my mom brings him places and stuff like this. can't drive anymore right um but he loves sweets so the same day my mother had sent him some red velvet cake with mm. cream cheese icing that same day when we showed up i brought him fresh uh, fresh baked brownies and they were in a little plastic container with the lid and he tucked them away at his little table you know yeah. i sampled them first just to make sure they were okay so. <laughs> right. but he loves sweets and that's what he calls them and you missed the story when you got up to go to the restroom murphy that, i always miss things when i go to the bathroom well he always has good stories so i was saying you know he said thank you for my brownies i can't wait he says i love sweets you know and i said yes that's why i brought them and he says sometimes when i start looking around the house for some sweets and i don't have any he said the other day i couldn't find a thing and he said, I had to have something. He said, you know what I did? I said, what, Papa? He says, I took a piece of bread. I put it on a, pe- on a plate. And I put syrup all over it. Ooh. And I ate it with a fork. <laughs> and I was, did you toast the bread? He didn't even hear me, so he didn't answer that. So I don't know. But when he wants something sweet, he creates it. Yeah. Have you ever had syrup on a biscuit? Oh, yes. Man, that is good. I was brought up in his you know, family. Yeah. Of course I have. No, I mean, that's kind of what chicken and waffles is about, right? I mean, yeah. syrup I guess. On, you know, on bread. That just makes me want to bring so. him something sweet every time we visit because yeah. he really looks for it almost every day. Well, I know? mean, it, it, worst case scenario, you could always bring him a loaf of bread and, you know, <laughs> Mrs. Butterworth. No, I think that's last resort. <laughs> I brought you a treat. Coming up, Jody has your Hollywood Outsider. So, Lifetime taking you behind the scenes of the Harry and Meghan royal wedding and tell you how and when they're going to do that and also... How the Jonas Brothers, or do we call them just Jonas, <laughs> going to be a part of March Madness. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Get ready. Uh, Lifetime is going to air another special about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. Okay, if you remember, the first special they did um, was called A Royal Romance, and it was a mini, whatever, movie about <laughs> Harry and Meghan's romance. Yeah. And how they met and dating and all that crazy stuff. Like, hey, do you realize I'm a prince? So you apparently, your whole this, life's gonna have to change. This went over well, and we it went bring over it back. really well for a lifetime. So they're not bringing it back. They're making another one, um, and it's gonna be all about the royal wedding. Everything that led up to planning the royal wedding. Mm-hmm. Some of it'll, they'll reenact some of the wedding, <laughs> and then like the first year of her life as a royal, they're gonna cover that. Any pregnancy stuff? I don't, maybe maybe they'll end with, oh my goodness. Or will that be part Harry? three? Probably part three. It's a TV movie. will feature supernatural star Tiffany Smith as Meghan Markle this time. So expect to see a, a reenactment of the royal wedding, at least <laughs> yeah. parts of it. 
Um, the drama of planning that, and then there's even there were A-listers there. Remember, George and Amal Clooney were there. Oprah was there. Yeah, Victoria Beckham. Um, so it's called Beco- Harry and Meghan Becoming Royal. It'll be on Lifetime May 27th. You think the behind the scenes stuff is really like legit or it's just what they think happened? I think they have sources. Yeah. So I think they'll double check and you could always watch it. Yeah. Laugh. Get it, you know, get a little insight and then really dig in and research. Mm-hmm. I'm not, I didn't say Google. I said research. You always could. Yeah. All right. Um. I didn't know if you saw this or not for music news, Sam, but Chainsmokers and the Jonas Brothers are going to be part of March Madness. I'm a sucker for you. Did you hear about this? No. Are they playing at a halftime or something? Yeah, the big stage headlining shows they're doing at the Minneapolis venue, the Armory. The um, Chainsmokers are going to take the stage on Friday night, April 5th. This is, I guess, wrapping it all up. And then the Jonas Brothers will perform the following night. Limited number of free tickets available to the public, so they're gobbling them up now. Katy Perry is also... And Katy Perry and Zed are doing Sunday. Wow. But I'm just saying, for news. all the Jonas excitement right now, that is a big deal. Mm-hmm. Coming up in your next Hollywood Outsider this morning around 7.55. More on Morgan Freeman and how why he feels so comfortable around thousands of bees. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. And there are definitely days I feel like I'm a day behind, and if you feel that way too, and there's something you missed here, then you can always go catch out uh, catch our uh, Murphy Sam and Jody podcast. The, the whole show's up there, and then of course we do after the show, and like yesterday, for example, you know Jody gave the graceful exit from a conversation mm-hmm. that seems to kind of go on and on. So this is one of the things you can catch on the Murphy Sam and Jody podcast. Yes. Um, our youngest Phoebe is 14 years old, and all these years she has had very bad luck with the ice cream man. Like. You mean if you ask her about the ice cream man? She's like, "Yeah, I've waved at him a hundred times, and he passes right but by me." You mean me. the ice cream oh. truck, truck, right? Yeah. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well, yeah, I, yeah. I think ice cream man because Eddie Murphy, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> No, it'd be one kid on the side, then get no ice cream, and kids don't care. They go, you don't have no ice cream. You didn't get none. Which stand-up was that from? It's either Delirious or Raw. I know that, and it's at the end, because I felt like he was doing ice cream at the end. (laughs) Anyway, I think of Eddie Murphy when I think of the ice cream man and the ice cream truck, but we've had weird luck with it. Like, I'm I'm sorry, Phoebe, you've had a great childhood, but you just don't have any luck with the ice cream truck. What Jody means by that is, before we moved, our old house... The ice cream truck, you would hear the sounds. Yeah. For 20 minutes. But he was like doing 30 miles an hour and just (laughs) speed by the house. And we're like, okay, next time, let's go stand at the edge of the driveway. And here he comes. Ding, 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 and it goes by. I got in my car once and chased him. I was a mad, crazy woman chasing him down. He didn't care either. By the time I found him, I mean, we bought ice cream. And I was exhausted. But anyway, after all these years, the other day, out of the blue... I'm in the passenger seat, Murphy's driving, and we're stopped, and Phoebe has a friend with her in the back seat, and who pulls up right behind us? The ice cream man. That's right. Oh, wow. It was crazy. What luck. And so the girls are flipping out, even at her age. Yeah, I was... Apparently, I was actually blocking the road because <laughs> he, he couldn't do 30 yeah. and get around well, it. I heard both the music and the horn honking. You know? oh. <laughs> yeah, but it was a really cool moment. They both jumped out. They both got a cotton candy flavored pop. Some oh. sort of ice cream pop. Hmm. They, they got it. stuff in the ice cream truck that I don't see in any stores. 
That's now. their that's, magic. That's, yeah, what, that's, I know. that's the thing. You Good go, for them. Go look at all the stickers on the side of an ice cream truck. Yeah. And yeah, they have stuff that I haven't seen since I was a kid. Good for them. Anyway, yeah. I was finally happy that at 14 she had a good ice cream truck experience. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. All right, back to business, I guess. Uh, more of your calls coming up. 877-310-4MSJ. Also, your advice for high school juniors and seniors. Uh, no rush on declaring like what you want to be in life. That's uh, Beth, you're next. A little something for high schoolers to... Uh, listen up to um don't be in a rush to declare a majors because some of your well don't be stressed out about it or to declare what you're going to be doing now because i mean adults at the age of anything change their life plan all the time yeah um so we've kind of been addressing that this week 877-310-4msj morning beth good morning i just wanted to chime in on the whole college and having to make a decision yeah college is College is about self-discovery. I mean, your end goal is you're getting your degree and your education, but you're going to change from the time, like I had all three of my boys went to college. All three of them changed their career goal while they were in there. And right now I have my youngest in there and, you know, he's just changed so much just in his two years. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, just let Taylor know, you know, look, it's focusing on who she is and who she's becoming rather than who she was and what she wants to be. Right. Because that that vision of herself is going to change. The most important thing is, is that as long as she has a vision for herself, mm-hmm. she'll never live someone else's vision for her. Oh, my gosh, Beth. Wow. Can you just come over and yeah. preach? <laughs> <laughs> Are you like a counselor or just a mom? <laughs> Sounds like you've been reading some of those Murphy well, books. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm a, I'm a mom. Mom, but I yeah. have my psychology and counseling degree, and nice. I'm a property manager for affordable housing. So okay, I do cool. a lot of, you know, yeah, you just do. helping people come to self actualization. But that's what it is. Yeah. yeah, it's about her finding who she is. She's going to change so much from yeah. the person that she is today, and that process helps for college. That's the reason why I fully believe that every child should go away to college because mm-hmm. it takes them out of their their comfort zone it takes them out of their environment and implants them into a semi-controlled area to give them that room to grow and to find out who they truly are and i truly love your three of you guys i love when i hear about your kids and what you guys are doing and and how you guys are raising them because your children you've mm-hmm. raised your children to be free-spirited people yeah. who you know just love life and they absorb everything around them so tell her don't be so hard on herself just as long as she has a vision she'll she'll never right. live someone else's vision for herself i'm not gonna take credit for that line but we're gonna spit that line when we get home tonight, <laughs> sure <laughs> beth you're the best <laughs> call us anytime <laughs> yeah. i mean it absolutely <laughs> Absolutely. I enjoy you guys so much. Thank you. Thank you. Thanks, Have a great day. Appreciate it. Yes. And, you know, I mean, I found myself in college, too. I found myself in a lot of situations I didn't need to be in. Okay. <laughs> Self-discovery. But that's not what Beth's talking about. Takes many forms. Yeah. 877-310-4MSJ. Anytime you want to jump in. Our daughter will be a senior this coming year. She's still a junior now, but next, starting in August, she'll be a senior. That's typically how it works. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, as much as, and that's true. Well, you know, Jackson is a sophomore, okay, and I believe I starting in August, he'll be a junior. Thank you, guys. You done? One hopes. I want to get to- <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> true. My fingers were crossed when I said that. Okay, anyway, um, 
that snuck up on us, Murphy. And the deal is, you know, we've been talking to her as much as we can about, look, please don't overpressure yourself to know what you're going to do. That question comes up a lot. So what are you going to major in? And, you know, she hasn't even chosen a school yet, you know, mm-hmm. a college yet for well, sure. And, you know, I mean, the, stress, le- the stress level is only elevated by the... Pe- fact that we've spent our college fund on previous vacations so. <laughs> taylor i got some good news them. and some bad news <laughs> hope you enjoyed disney world six years ago that's <laughs> true but anyway i just wanted to bring that up like you don't have to know just go to school go to college if you want to go to college and you'll find it along the way there's no reason to declare something right now even though the world seems to tell you that so we had wanted to talk about that this week and we have appreciated your guidance yeah. on it too 877-310-4msj we had a few that went into the 24-hour voicemail, so we want to check that. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, 24-hour voicemail. Hi, I was just listening to you guys this morning, and whenever I was in high school and then graduated and went to college, I pursued nursing because it was a hot thing and a hot trend right at that moment. Mm -hmm. But I'm now in my late 30s, and I finally just now figured out what I'm really going to do with the rest of my life. So I don't think we give kids enough opportunity to actually try different things and be educated about different things. But what they should really be more important about teaching kids is about things like life insurance and how to do your taxes, yeah. <laughs> not just finding a career in life. Totally. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you. Thank you for that voice. Kind of like an adulting class. Yeah. 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 yeah, the, yeah, the finances and that sort of thing. But now, I mean, I'm, I feel kind of left hanging by that voicemail because I'm wondering what she, instead of nursing. At 38, yeah, what has she gone into? What Please she call back because Murphy's yeah. going to be awake Dying to know here. Dying to know that. So 877-310-4675. We love hearing from you. Coming up, Sam has music news. Britney Spears apparently is ready to get married again, but there's one person standing in her way. Tell you who it is. Sam's got music news. Uh, According to one of the rags, Britney Spears apparently is ready to get married now. Who's she dating again? Help me. Uh, His name is Sam as well. I don't mean because of me, but remember she was dating a Sam before. Okay. Uh, She's been into Sam's lately? Yeah. (laughs) She can be into whoever she wants to be into. Um, yeah, she's been dating this guy for a few years, and apparently now she's decided she wants to get married. But her dad, Jamie Spears, who kind of controls the situation... He's been sick. Yeah, he's been sick, and that's why uh, supposedly she canceled the uh, the Vegas run, so yeah. she can yes. take care of daddy. When he gets better, then she's going to come back to Vegas. Yes, well, he took um, care of her, still takes care of her financially. Apparently, so. this Sam is uh, a little younger than Brittany, actually about a, a decade younger than Brittany. Yeah. And dad thinks that this Sam may be after Brittany's money. Mm. I don't know what he has to base that on, but he's decided that. Yeah, you know, well, I don't want. I mean, to get I would hope that anybody that she marries, it's going to be clearly a prenup agreement involved. You know what I'm saying? Duh. You, know, you yeah. don't walk into that figuring you're going to split it all fifty fifty. <laughs> Darn! Money doesn't matter when we love each other. Right. Right. Yeah. It really, does when you're Britney Spears. That works like a charm, by the way. Let me tell you, Jody. Uh, J Lo is planning her tour coming up uh, in June. She's going to kick things off. This is to celebrate her 50th, am I right? Yeah, it's called It's My Party Tour. She's celebrating her 50th. But you know, she's apparently also planning her wedding uh, to make it some kind of princess-style wedding. I bet. She wants to do it this summer before she goes on tour. Oh, that's fast Apparently. then. Apparently. Again, this is what I've been... The tour's like quick. It's two months or something. Like yeah, it's, June it's, and July and her birthday's in July. Yeah. yeah. Good for her, man. There's no part of her that looks 50. I know. Not that 50 looks any certain way. I'm just yeah. saying, you know. Oh, she looks 20. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and also, too, well, 50 is the new... 20? 40 right. anymore. It's 20. Jennifer Aniston. Yeah. And... 
Anyway. Gwen Stefani also turns 50 this year. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the Stray Cats are out with a new album this year. It's called 40, and they got a brand new song called Cat, Cat Fight Over a Dog Cat Like Me. That's what I'm talking about. It sounds like what they were doing in the 80s, right? Yeah. Yeah. They're the same band. Their first album in like 26 years, but it still sounds like the Stray Cats. Your dad loves them, Murphy. My dad loves that, yeah. And they are going on a little tour later on this summer if your dad wants to check them out. Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Music News. Okay, coming up, whose child is weirded out by babies and doesn't want to have children? This is Mm. fun news. That's next. Come hang out with us later today. We're going to do another episode of the After the Show podcast. Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show. That's, of course, later in your workday. Got to visit with my uh, grandson, Hollis, again. Yay. Um, Is he getting big, Sam? Doesn't seem like it. (laughs) This is the quickest they grow. You know what? You're, you know, zero to six months, the yeah. quickest they ever grow. I need to tell you a little secret, Sam, uh, now that you're a grandfather. Yeah. Uh, Jody's mom actually paid you a big compliment. How so? She said that as long as she has known you... <laughs> you gotta pause. She, she's never seen you smile. <laughs> no, as much and as genuinely. Finish the story, okay, Murphy. As much or as genuinely. Right. As well, much, I would have believed the first part. As much or as genuinely, and she says she completely credits yeah. that to you being a grandfather. Twenty years, now. and he finally smiled. <laughs> she's like, I've right. never seen him so happy. She that did say smile. That. Yeah. Just want to let you know. That's a he was uh, he was in his little one of those little swings that goes forever mm. the perpetual motion ones and he had his eyes open looking around sweet and i just don't know what he sees yet but uh, mm. you know i got in his face anyway i took maddie and parker to go visit their nephew yeah yeah so that was time. fun that they saw it but um and parker was like all about it he wanted to hold hollis Aww, and everything and, that's sweet and hollis was crying um yeah. but maddie didn't and she told me this ahead of time I was hoping she would change once we got there, but she said she doesn't like holding babies. Sure. And she said it's because when she does and they start crying, it makes her all nervous. And, sure. You know, she's thinking that she's the reason that they're crying. Aww. I was like, no. And we that tr- sounds like you. We tried to get her, a, you know, they had one of those little boppy things or whatever mm-hmm. it is you wrap mm-hmm. around and hold, but she didn't. You know, if try. somebody's not comfortable with something, I don't, I don't believe in forcing it. I, yeah. I just, I mean, I'm. And if she's not comfortable with it now, that's okay. That's just her being honest and tr- with herself and you. Yeah. And you don't have to worry. That very likely will change as she changes and grows up, you yeah. know? Well, Maddie, you're 13, but when you have kids... <laughs> don't you know, scare her yeah, like no that. No <laughs> Don't scare her like oh, that. But Parker loved it, too. It was so nice. to. I took a couple pictures. It was so nice to see him enjoying... That's cool. Right. That really is cool. Baby. Parker has no, you know, boundaries or limitations. Uh, exactly. And, and Maddie is probably a little more more mature and reserved so she's thinking of other things like i could hurt this i don't know what i'm doing Mm -hmm. she's being cautious it sounds like i can post a picture if you want of uh, parker with his nephew oh god coming up jody has your hollywood outsider so you've heard about uh, morgan freeman and all his beekeeping what's all the buzz okay (laughs) how and why he's so comfortable handling them being around them with no protective gear Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Actor Morgan Freeman getting a ton of love on social media, and I think rightly so, for turning his 124-acre ranch into a honeybee sanctuary. Um, he brought in 26 beehives from another place, from Arkadelphia, into his Mississippi property, and and it's it's an effort in an effort to just 
Well, the honeybees are endangered right now, right? In the population dying? Is yeah. that what's yes, happening? Absolutely. Yeah. And it's so yeah. important. So he says, you know, he's planted magnolia trees, bee friendly magnolia trees, and lavender on the ranch. He also feeds them sugar and water. He has no plans on harvesting the honey. He just doesn't want to disrupt their hives, but he does feel oh. way comfortable going out, you know, being among them and all this, like putting the water and all that in the hives the sugar water and so when he first started doing this a couple now he's doing it like big time he's doing it well yeah when he first started a couple years ago he was open about it too and he visited with um jimmy fallon about it and what i've discovered is that i don't have to put on a bee suit or anything to to feed them that's wrong that's that's a rookie mistake. <laughs> you get stung by bees. Never been stung. You are going to get stung by a I'm bee. I'm never going to get You're stung. You're going to get stung by a bee, Morgan. Please wear stung. a beekeeper outfit. I, I'm not going to get You should even leave the house there wearing a There is a beekeeper I know who is Jordanian. He never puts on a suit. But and there's he something said, because, you know, no, well, he's something you have to resonate. He, you should you, always. Jimmy. Then why do they have the outfits, Morgan? They have the outfits for people who can't resonate. <laughs> what? That's funny. I happen yes, to sort good. of believe in that a little bit because yeah. we've seen people do it forever. Mm-hmm. Um, I would never, even if I was resonating like crazy, I would still be I'd respectful of nature so much so that I would believe that I would get stung. I'd, I'd be afraid I'm resonating the wrong thing. Yeah, right. I, yeah. I uh, when I was in college, I did a video package in one of my classes on a beekeeper. Right. So I, and I wore the uniform or oh, the yeah. uniform, the suit because I wasn't getting out there and getting stung. Right. Did you feel like an astronaut in that suit? I, I felt protected. <laughs> exactly. The beekeeper just wore the hood, the head. Sure. I wore the whole suit, though. That's uh, cool. So then after that, did you also go do the shark cage thing? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm not stupid. I really want somebody to do a documentary on, on this. Like on the, the Morgan be- Freeman's yeah, actual be cool. bee sanctuary at his property, if he'd allow them to. And he's so open about it. I hope they'll do it. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Coming up and your next Outsider around 8.30. Tell you who's doing a special TV movie about a Prince Harry and Meghan's <laughs> royal wedding. All right, time to get started. If you have not already gotten started, I would hope you would by now on this Tuesday morning. <laughs> well, wait, some people are just now getting started. Well, you if, know, you work, if your job starts at 10 a.m. at a salon, you know what? It more is, power to you. You're right. It's not a nine-to-five work world anymore. No, it's not. Everybody it's, works at different times. You know, uh, my son, Will, who's overseas, his yes, first sir. class, he goes to classes, is at 1 o'clock, so he wakes up at noon. Yeah. Cool. Must be nice, huh? Yeah, very cool. Well, but... He's, cool. he's probably also up at midnight. We're yeah. not. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Well, you know, I mean, a lot of things happen. They drink wine for breakfast in France, you know? Yeah. yeah. Take multiple naps a day in Spain. There's mm-hmm. a. We should adopt all the things European, shouldn't yeah. we not? Is anybody doing a four-day work week anywhere? <laughs> oh, man, I wish. Okay, I want to say a big thank you to our dear friend June, who sent us a gift basket. It's so it's always so much fun to get it. And she always sends gifts ba- gift baskets. Yeah, she does. And they're always good. In other words, there's really good fruit. I call grapes. I want the grapes. Yeah. You okay. can have all the fruit. There's a pear in there. You don't want the pear? A pear what? <laughs> a pear. What are they called? Two pears. Um, I don't. A, a pair, pair of pears. pears. <laughs> There's yeah. um hey. triple chocolate toffee Murph. That's mm. all you. Oh, There's thanks. um pass it to the diabetic. Pa- you love those. I know that in moderation. Pasteurized processed cheese brie. 
and, yeah, and water crackers. Are any and, of these brands you're pulling out the basket name brands? It was a gala. How come? Well, but the thing is, they're gift basket brands, or at least that's what I've always called them. Yeah. You don't is see that, them anywhere else. Is that what makes them special? Is that why gift mm. baskets only have things you've never heard of in them before? Probably. This is uh, honey yeah. roasted and, peanuts, and they're from the Great Nut Company. Yeah. I mean, I've had a Hershey's gift basket before. I've had them with specific brands, but like the you know the boutique ones that are like, wow, it's the greatest thing you've ever eaten, well, and then you can't find and it. You don't anywhere. know where to get them. That's yeah. not true. Go, I mean, Google. This is the age of finding anything. I don't believe there's some um, honey mustard yeah. pretzel. pretzel nuggets. Yeah, from Pretzel Pete, who I never heard of, but I did yeah. Google it. It's a good idea if you need to thank someone for something, and she didn't need to thank us. She was congratulating us on something, which is su- super cool. She said she. That's a trick in life. That a it's trick? So, well, I'm sorry. What, what is it? It's, it's a, a technique that it's wonderful. Yeah. It's so thoughtful. It's a nice gesture. It, thank you. Yeah. It makes us feel incredible. It does. And she probably, you know, picked but, it out. June is part of our family. June is kind of like the fifth Beatle. You know what I mean? She's right. <laughs> <laughs> she is. She is a member of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody family. Well, what about Chad and Bailey? Well, I That's mean, they're five. part of it too, but June okay. was, you know, part of our the family before they came along. the sixth Beatle. Anyway, yeah. thank you, June. We love the gesture and we are digging in now it's a good gesture thank you coming up next with murphy sam and jody right, a bit of a confession sam murphy and i will never get these two hours back we did watch motley Crue's the dirt on Ooh. netflix so we'll give you the rock and roll yeah. review next fine we'll admit that we watched the dirt on netflix okay sam oh good it could have happened to anybody the motley Crue biopic but it didn't it happened to us. I just need to know if it's worth my time. It depends. If you really well, love this band, it is. If you're not dying to know everything about this band, it, it may not but be. Don't, but don't we need to put a big disclaimer out here? Oh, it's so, so raunchy. It is very raunchy. And in fact, I've got friends who've said that in the first 30 seconds of the movie, their wives were like, I'm out. I'm <laughs> really? In yeah. the first, that quickly? Yeah, that quickly. It gets and, really bad. And, and I think that they're trying to shock you into the reality of what this band actually experienced in the early 80s. Mm-hmm. It will definitely offend some people. You know, I It's mean? not for faint the faint of heart, but it's a collective autobiography type biopic. They all wrote the, this story. And then if you think of biopics, a lot of times you feel like, oh, it's too rushed. It's one person's life. This mm-hmm. is four people and their journey together. 10, 15 minutes will be Nikki Six, and then the other 10, 15 minutes will be Tommy Lee and yeah. Nick Mars. I will say, to me, the best performances were the guy, the guy who played Nikki Six, I yeah. thought was great, and the guy who played Mick Mars, which I knew very little about him, and he's Ramsey from Game of Thrones. Oh, um, well, now I, you care. <laughs> I thought they were the best casting mm-hmm. uh, and then i've got a friend who posted our friend Tasha, who posted on facebook oh the guy who played uh uh tommy lee was the best and i thought no i didn't i thought he was the hardest to cast machine gun kelly machine gun kelly he did a decent job but yeah. you know i knew so much about him already going in i only learned a couple things i didn't know if you want to know more about him, it just made yeah. me want more music. Yeah, I, I think <laughs> it's Motley Crue. What do you and expect? So, and, and so other than the, the, the shocking parts of it, I've, I've read some critics that have panned it saying this is just, it's a parody of a biopic. Yeah. But I don't think you can do this Four story. People. It is it's It is sex, drugs, and rock and roll. It's so outlandish. What happened in real life was so outlandish. I don't know that you can do it as a serious biopic or as a... There were parts of it that were serious. Yeah, but I mean... to me, the difficulty for them at making the movie is that it's four people. It's a band, yeah. and you're trying to give equal 
parts to all four, and they did that okay. Yeah. If you love them, you definitely yeah. should watch it. It's just and you so, can it's hate on it. Not something your kids should watch. No. Probably most grandparents wouldn't. Enjoy. <laughs> no. And a lot I'll of church going people are certainly not going to want to see it. So. Tell you what, it made you want to read the book now. No, but it made me want to listen to. That's during the biopic. Wasn't I saying that? I was like, I just yeah. want them to play yeah. more music. Yeah. I want to hear more of it. The next morning, I just cleaned house to Motley Crue. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Lifetime is set to air another special about Prince Harry and Meghan Markle. You know, the first one they did was right before the royal wedding about their romance. It was called A Royal Romance. Yeah. The only problem with these on Lifetime is the casting sometimes. Remember they did one about Britney Spears and it's you want to see it, you want to watch but you're so, these are the most famous people in the world and their faces are famous. I know, but usually when I hear about these lifetime things, maybe it's just me, but I do the eye roll. It's I know like, you do. Really? You do, need do HBO need all this? the way. Harry and Meghan Becoming Royal is the sequel. This one in Supernatural star Tiffany Smith will play Meghan this time. All about the royal wedding, so expect reenactments. Um, planning the wedding in her first year as a royal. Look for it to air on Lifetime May 27th. Now, wouldn't a documentary be better, though? Because you I get the real thing as opposed to pretend Lifetime's here? not in the documentary business. Right. There are other networks for that, Sam. Murphy, Sam, and Jody, your Hollywood Outsider. Joe, do you hear about the uh, Verizon worker in Philadelphia who's now suspended for three weeks for rescuing a cat? No, what's wrong with rescuing a cat? Okay, well, uh, what? Uh, he, he, he's not an electric uh, utility employee. Okay. There was a cat stranded at the top of a telephone pole for about 12 hours. Okay. Residents said they called the fire department, animal rescue services, and nobody could help. This guy happened to be out there working on some stuff for Verizon. They're Great. like, hey, can you just use your cherry picker truck and get him oh, down? Oh, he wasn't supposed go, to use yeah, company sure. equipment. Yeah, and it's like Verizon issued the statement because obviously they're taking a beating on social media over this. And it's like, look, he wasn't authorized. This was electrical you know, utilities. Yeah. He could have caused major damage to himself, and including who knows how many people around him. Okay. So he got suspended for three weeks now. On the other side of that, a lot of folks put up have started this GoFundMe Go account yeah. to pay for his three weeks, and it's going to wind up paying him even more. And Verizon's turned around; they made a donation to a, uh, a, a rescue, rescue. A rescue. Yay! Group. My goodness, it's crazy because you wouldn't think you'd have to rescue a cat once you've had cats and known cats. They can get in and out of almost anything, but at the top of a telephone yeah, I mean, pole, literally the top of a telephone pole. How'd you do that, yeah. Kitty? And in case you missed it last night, Jimmy Fallon's Tonight Show was a departure from sort of the normal thing because most of the show was Jimmy's tour of New York City. And the big deal was this was, it was really a big ad. It, everything was shot on the Samsung S10, ah. or the S10 Plus, I think. And so I guess what they were trying to do is give you the feel for, hey, broadcast TV can use it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. This is what you have in the, in the palm of your hand. So the whole so. show was him going around shooting the city? Yeah, I mean, it's just him and the Roots, and they just kind of did, you know, a tour and everything. That's cool. You know, everything that there was that part of the show was was shot, you know. And I haven't I'm actually excited about that. I've only, I've, yeah, I've only seen like brief clips of it, so I'm gonna go back and check it out myself. But I think it's a really interesting approach to marketing. advertising and marketing, right? Yeah. Right. Um, is this, does it make you want to try out that that phone? Well, I'm a I'm, geek when I it comes Murphy. to that. I want to. It's when there's something new and I can, you know, video it. I'm there, usually. Well, I've heard the camera on this new Samsung is just amazing. But, you know, I mean, and that's where Apple and, and Samsung are, you know, fierce competitors with each other. Every, you know, they keep improving, improving, improving their cameras to the point where 
I'm not saying it, a professional would say you would never have to drop right. your point and shoot or you know professional camera, but what these things can do now are it's incredible. Steven so, Soderbergh filmed a movie recently yeah, on, his, on his iPhone. Right? No, it is it is to that point, it's which is incredible. Here. Yeah. Anyway. I mean, you you have a the ability to do almost anything in your hands if you have the right yeah. phone and the right, but, I guess, artistic vision. Yeah, yeah, you got to have that for that to work. Sure, but you know, I mean, props to Samsung. You got my attention on it. <laughs> work. Enjoy the rest of your workday and come hang out with us today after the show. We've got another episode of the Murphy, Sam, and Jody After the Show podcast. Yeah, we'll tell you how um, Murphy learned a very country lesson. Um, Because he's a city boy from my grandfather who is 89 years old.